Hello everyone, hello Ireland. I would like to address my nation to the people of Ireland. I respect you all greatly and I would like to put forth some of my thinking. Hello there, welcome to Six Bits. It's a podcast with six bits in it. There's two of us on the show, so I do three of them. Warren does three of them. And you can email at any point sixbitspod at gmail.com. I'm Ray Foley and there's Warren O'Connell. Hello, I can tell that we're both tired today, are we? I'm on another level of tired. Do you want to get straight into number one? Do it. I spent last night in hospital. What? Uh, yeah, that's really? where I was when you texted me this morning. I'm not long out. I, uh, yeah, I, uh, it's not coronavirus, uh, thankfully. Although, very scary place to be at the moment is a hosp- is an emergency department. Yeah, I, I'm the, in the east of Ireland, in the middle of a coronavirus, let me tell you. <laughs> Thank you for using the correct terminology, east of the country. Yes, well, yeah. Uh, uh, what what happened, Ray? I got really, really sick last night, like insanely sick. And uh, I had my dinner at about six o'clock. Then about an hour later, at seven, obviously, that's the mats there, doing the mats for you. Did you Are see you sure Tony Hoolahan with the, I'll do the mats for you? For uh, Fergal, what's his face from the RTE? Did you for see Fergal that? Fergal Bowers. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. He was like he was like a, a cheesed off teacher with the <laughs> the best boy in class doing the maths wrong. I oh, could man. feel him though. You know when you're on Instagram and you say something on Instagram lives, you're like, oh, this is the program, and then people are like, where can you watch that? I'm like, you have to Google. That's you have to do a little bit of work yourself. Yeah. So uh, I felt I felt Tony Hula in my soul there. So anyway, go on. Seven o'clock last night. Uh, seven o'clock last night, I started getting this like wicked pain in the very front of my belly. Oh no! At the very, very, very front and up a little bit. So, yeah. like a wicked pain. Uh, and I was like, "This is weird. It must be indigestion or something." And it wasn't going anywhere. And I went. I got some work to do. Whatever. And I'm sitting there, Kate went off to bed, I'm sitting there, I'm going, this is just getting worse. And it was, got to the stage where every two minutes there was a horrific pain. Like, it was like, uh, I can't describe it, it was just a, an unbelievable pain. Like, some, I was convinced something had burst. I don't know what's just at the front of your belly, just behind, like above the belly button and just below the ribs. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what's there. The alien, I, where the alien comes out in Alien, right there. Uh, no, well, the alien comes out of the, your man's chest in Alien. But, I, uh, I know, I was... I was <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for an alien to come out. A very, uh, yeah. a, a, a chip-loving alien, because he was coming out of my belly rather than... Mm, uh, yes. Anyway, yeah. I... Like, horrific, horrific, horrific pain. And uh, eventually I took some painkillers for it. It wasn't doing anything. And I went off to bed. I went upstairs and Kate was still up. And I said, I'm really concerned about this. Um, This is just the pain. This is just getting worse. I don't know what to do. And of course, there's no, do- you know, there's no do- doctor you can go to because lockdown. Uh, I don't know what to do. Um, She said, give Did it some time. Did you feel belchy or was it just the pain? It was just the pain and it was okay, agony, okay. just the pain. There was nothing else. There was no, I thought maybe it was wind. So I tried to burp yeah. on it. I burped a, a couple of times. Uh, I farted a couple of times, TMI. Yeah, absolutely. And, you, have to, you have to do it. The feeling is, the, the feeling of, I'll feel better once that's done, you know. So moving around, did some stretching and stuff. 
No and impact. you automatically went to, I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger in junior. I'm about to have a baby. This is the Immaculate Conception, I'm assuming. Well, let me finish the story because... Oh, my God. Because I'd like to introduce to the world... No. <laughs> uh, so, uh, and, th- and then at about half eight, I started getting sick. And when I say getting sick, Morn, this was a whole... Like, I've had stomach flu before. Mm. I've had... Uh, I've had food poisoning before and I've had, um, do you know, the, 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 whatever, the seasonal. You've done it. You've yeah, done it. I've yeah. done it all. I've done it all. Yeah. This was like nothing I've ever experienced before oh. in my life. And oh. I was like, I don't need to get sick. I'm pretty sure I don't need to get sick. But sure enough, I started getting sick. The only thing was, like my previous experiences as well when I do get sick is that like, oh, that feels better. Did you ever get that that when you when you have Absolutely. a tummy bug? Yeah. Hang over, like, have some orange juice, your stomach feels upset, and you'll puke, and then you'll feel better. Um, oh, I feel, feel much better. That, that didn't happen at all on this one. It, the, the, oh, pain, no. the pain stayed in the... Like, I was convinced. And then I was I was alternating between sweating, like sweating, oh, God. and being freezing all the time. And I was in constant pain, and that, that pain in my, my belly. And then I started having trouble breathing. Uh... I couldn't control my breathing because I was I was literally going in between like like contractions I suppose that like every t- two minutes two and a half minutes this thing would arrive for thirty seconds and it was agony like so then Did I was you trying think to you were starting to have a panic at that stage yeah I was I I, yeah. I, I but the, the anyway the advice I got was slow down your breathing slow down your breathing so I was I was I was trying to do that and I was doing it but it still wasn't having any impact then my my watch starts giving me alerts. Uh, saying yeah, there's something up with your heart. You're, we, we've detected you. We're not doing. You know the the Apple Watch. Oh, when Apple becomes the doctor, you know you're in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he took it seriously then. When the technology told him, he was like, "I should do something about this." Tim was getting an alert over in his lockdown, his COVID lockdown in over in California. It's like one of our major, one of our major buyers <laughs> is having an issue in the. I think it's the east of the country. In the in east Ireland. of the country. Keep it east vague. East of the country. Yeah. We need to sort that guy out. Yeah, yeah. Well done, Tim. So uh, I got the note. I got like four notifications on the phone over the course of an hour. I'm con- still still constantly getting sick. Uh, I can't breathe, and uh, I can't find the paracetamol. And <laughs> 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 I'm sweating and the pain and whatever. So I was like, I don't know what to do. Kate said, "Ring." Uh, the the nurse on the where would Leia? I thought we were with VHI, but we've moved to Leia. Apparently, Kate shops around. So, right. but Leia have a nurse call thing that you can do, where you can ring, and you get through to a nurse. I think this lady was in England. Actually, she was an English lady, and uh, we can hello Tina. Her name was. Hello. I couldn't hello, speak. Tina. I was unable to speak. Kate was doing all the talking, and Kate uh, was also like, "Dude, I need to go to bed." Yeah, <laughs> we get this wrapped up. I've got work tomorrow morning. Yeah, so. uh Got onto the nurse uh, on Leia, and she said, um, "Yeah, you kind of need to go to. You need to call an ambulance unless you're able to get get to a hospital yourself." And I said, "You called an ambulance." Yeah, called an ambulance. Oh. Well, I wasn't able to drive. I was really, really dizzy at this stage. So I was just about to say, two kids. Kate couldn't leave the house. You can't have a neighbour come over. Coronavirus lockdown. Yeah. So you had to get an ambulance. Yeah. I, 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 I couldn't stand of your neighbours think that you have coronavirus and yeah. they're all like who's been talking to him? That, well, they, now in fairness but this was 
half three in the morning by the time the, we got the ambulance because there was a lot of faffing around for, well, six hours or more. Yeah. While I was kind of like, I don't really, and I'm constantly getting sick and constantly in pain. Uh, and the sweats and the shivers and whatever. So finally, I was like, okay, I, I'm really scared. Like, I'm more scared. Like, if it's food poisoning, I'm I'm going to be embarrassed. But if something is because burst. Because I made a fantastic meal. Because I did a, I did a beautiful <laughs> I, dinner. So I put it embarrassed. On Instagram. What am I going to tell my followers? So embarrassed. It's, uh, yeah, or like that, that, bar- that, those barbecue ads. Do you remember the barbecue ads years ago? Yeah. It's like, I'm so embarrassed I gave food poisoning to my entire yeah. family. <laughs> In that overly dramatic way that they acted. Oh, fantastic ads. Uh, anyway, so ended up inside and then they were, they did an, um, uh, an EKG and the heart, yeah, the heart thing. Is it oh. EKG? On the oh. way in and they found some alarming numbers on that. And you were like, uh, my Apple Watch already told me that, lad. Come on. Yeah. Pick up. Um, and they were giving me this gas and they were like, yeah, we should probably come in just in case. Uh, I was so, de- I was so out of it. I was, cause I was so, uh, dehydrated that and I couldn't drink anything like I couldn't eat or couldn't drink anything, anything so there. I was completely out of it breathing badly woozy all over the shop anyway I went in ended up in the A&E they they've got two A&Es now or they split the A&E when you get go in did you know this I, I yes I know someone who had to go in recently and there's like the COVID A&E and the other one yeah so they need to work out what you've got when you get there and the nurse who was making that decision was like, you're going into COVID. And I was like, oh, for fuck. Because <gasps> no. that was the, I didn't want that. Like the, the, the lay nurse said, they'll call the ambulance. The ambulance will be able to give you what you need for pain relief. Uh, and you'll be away. You, you won't have to go into hospital at all. But of course, the ambulance, when they arrived, said, oh, you're going to have to come to hospital. Because we can't do, we can only give you like paracetamol, all the basics. It was like a crap, right? So, uh, Kate said then go to the hospital. So, in we went. Ended up in the coronavirus ward. Great. Great. Marvellous. They were absolutely wonderful. They were, I can't, you know, of course everyone says this, but, but they were, like I was properly scared. Uh, I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, of course. I, I was convinced something was burst. Something was in there bleeding. And but then the heart must yeah. have freaked you out as well. Like. Yeah. And your woman was like, "That's that could be chest or belly. Yeah. Uh, because the location of it is literally just under my chest. She said it could be chest or belly and the heart is an issue and the breathing is an issue. So in I went and uh, put me on a drip and they were lovely. They were just lovely. They were just, I mean, you're considering you're the coronavirus the, ward. There, it was, no, it was the coronavirus section of the A&E. And but they, are you masked and gowned up you yourself? Yeah, they put masks on. They put a mask on me and... That was How the extent close of it. was the nearest patient? Oh, I'd say two or three. It was it was very, very quiet. Very quiet. So I don't know. They must have a, a system in place where it's like, get people in and then move them on as quickly as possible to whatever more permanent or semi-permanent situation they're going to be in is in. Because there was, there was maybe four people. I hope, hopefully I'm being uh, fair in to the... Ward. In this ward. In the A&E, in the section of okay. A&E dedicated to COVID. And there must have been about like two... Like the cubicles were walls as well. It wasn't like there was just curtain. It was walls and there must have been like two empty oh, rooms that's... in between each of us kind of thing. 
So I'm um, obviously only thinking about myself because I have to see you on Friday. Obviously, so baby. Sure. Obviously, you know, I don't care about you in any way, shape, or form. So you were in a right? Okay. So there was a few of you inside there, and then you were dealing the doctors and nurses. There was nobody coughing either. There was no. Um. There was no. I imagine anyone like presenting with like serious symptoms maybe are moved on to more. I w- I was in for let's work out what's wrong with him bit. So there was no um. Uh. There was no other people around me or anything like that. The only people I dealt with. Since you weren't coughing or anything like that, that they put you into that ward, though. No. I have a feeling that they're just not. They're not fully up to like. I think that the the sand, the ground is shifting under them all the time. That like. Yeah. What if all of a sudden there was a a thing where yeah, if someone's puking constantly, they can't control it. They can't control their breathing. That, do you know what I mean? They need to be... They're working on a basis that everyone has it. Yeah, they have to be presumptive, I suppose. Um, yeah. Okay, so go on. So I went Sorry. in. Right, so went in. Oh, it was only maybe for half an hour. They put me on a drip and um, almost immediately I started... That Well, the pain started to subside. And of course, at that point, you're getting the feeling of, great, I've just flipping wasted everybody's time. Oh God, <laughs> it's, it's, I've overreacted. Well, now in fairness, the, the ambulance ride was a truly a horror I was like oh my god this is awful like I was I was kind of drifting in and out of consciousness I wasn't able to control my breathing they had me on just because you were leaving your leafy suburb to go to a that was it I was leaving the Foley compound I I had to leave all of my boys my 19 boys all teenagers Mm. with (laughs) AK-47s outside they were on the gates (laughs) and uh no and the no it, it yeah it was just uh, it was it was bad whatever was going on in the ambulance was bad they were amazing the two lads their names were Paddy and Ali and they were uh phenomenal they were they were Very quite bad. they were quite blunt and honest they were like look at uh they just gave me all the facts and they said do what you like and then in the end Kate made the decision you're going in that's it Good, goodbye because the thing yeah. is like if if it had stayed and in in fairness it was another the guts of two hours it kept going that like. Two hours later, I could have been calling them back again, saying, "Look, I think I actually do need to go in, and I still don't Completely. have any means of getting into the hospital." Uh, so stayed in that bed then, and then the doctor came back and she said, "I don't think, I don't think it's COVID. Off you go, quick. We we don't keep people here for any any like for a minute longer than they absolutely need to be." So off they they took me then to the actual A and E or the you know regular A and E. People still in gowns, well in masks. Some a lot of people, a lot of um. Workers didn't have the masks on. They, I, I presume it's down to yourself, whatever you want to do then at that point inside in the other place. Um, there was a woman getting methadone in there and she was terrific entertainment, let me tell you, for the night. <laughs> she was... She, she transferred to this ward. She was getting... Oh God. No, she wasn't getting the methadone. I don't know what... I, I heard someone saying, you'll get your methadone if you behave. But let me tell you, oh, she was no, not... She was her. not behaving. <laughs> so... She, <laughs> Uh, I'm not going to name her name, but you you would you could hear the security guard and the nurses shouting her name. Oh, are you there? So the, You're yeah. there, yeah. Sorry, I thought. So I the heroin you. supply lines haven't been. Is that not essential work? Uh, one would think. I, the heroin I, th- I don't know what the story was with her. She she was there was a different drama every two minutes with her. Like she was she was out in the main area shouting, "Get your hands off me!" and uh, and. She 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 came up with some great uh, terms of abuse for the security guards. <laughs> you remember any in your fever dream? There was yes 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 Scaldi Scotteran something something. <laughs> uh, 
anyway, anyway, you're dirty. So anyway, whatever. Uh, did she get her methadone? I hope she did. I presume she did. Yeah. Um, I was drifting in and out like I was. Once, once I was settled and the drips and the medication going into me, I started falling asleep. What did like they give away. you? Morphine? No. They didn't. No, they gave me painkiller. They said they were giving me painkillers. I don't know what it was. It wasn't morphine anyway. I know it wasn't. Right, and okay. they gave I me. I know it wasn't. I know what morphine is. I know what morphine is. Show let me off. tell you. I I know all about morphine. If it was morphine, I they, I, they, I wouldn't be leaving. I'd still be there. <coughs> I wouldn't so, be here doing. The, oh God! Now you've coughed. I've just cleared my throat. I oh, haven't Jesus. coughed. Oh Jesus! Uh, and oh, I've Jesus. got my my throat is completely banjaxed because I was getting sick all night. Yeah, so. You do son. So what's wrong with you? I don't know. They couldn't tell me. They're only able to tell me like they did it. They did tests on everything, liver tests and everything. They did uh, my blood pressure and all that afterwards. They did another EKG. They did a scan of my chest and of my tummy. Not a scan, an X-ray of my chest and my tummy. And they were like, "You're okay. You're good to go. Um, we've given you fluids. We've given you painkillers. Here's a prescription for your esophagus because it's you've probably done damage to it given uh, all the action last night. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, and that's so- it. So I'm guessing it's food poisoning, but. I have to tell you, the world revolves around you. Sometimes, do you think you're, it's actually physiological that your body is like, "What's this coronavirus?" I <laughs> over here and decided to have a little breakdown last night. It was involuntary. <laughs> it was like I'm not getting the attention I deserve. Yeah, it's time. But it's for... actually not your psyche. It's your physiology that does this. <laughs> wow, that's something. That's certainly something I'll be bringing up with my psychotherapist <laughs> the next time uh, next time I'm allowed just in. check that one out with her. Just be like, hey, dude, what's going on here? Um, are you all right? I'm absolutely knackered, but I'm fine. I had a bowl Why of... Why are you doing a bloody podcast? Well, I'm... Uh... Everyone has been asking this question since you said you were in hospital last night, by the way. So why are you here? Uh, why am I doing it? Because we're doing it every day and I'm home. <laughs> and uh, I, I couldn't do the show this morning, the radio show, like... I, I need and to Kate text. couldn't go to work. Kate, Kate did. Well, Kate doesn't go to work. Kate works from home as oh, well at the moment. She's working from home. Yeah. But like, so you don't know. You, No one else got food poisoning in the house. Nobody. And we all had the same thing as well, by the way. So it can't be food poisoning. Well, one would think. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I swear to God. I was, I had visions of, you know, these horror stories that like, oh yeah, he'd pain all night. He was had sweats and chills. He was vomiting constantly, but he didn't do anything about it. And the yeah. next thing is spleen ruptured and he he it turned he bled out internally we found him dead in, the next morning yeah. Deli- delighted of course to find him dead the next morning <laughs> and i was like i i think i probably like if it's a pain that is just not going away for 6 hours like an intense pain every 2 3 minutes for 6 hours it probably needs to be investigated well, more that's something that we talked about you know martin king your 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 fellow co-host on the Six O'Clock Show. I've heard of he him. Went in. You've heard of him before because he was talking. He was like, "Can lads stop ignoring stuff?" Because he went and he's he's had five stents recently, and one of his arteries was ninety percent blocked. Mm. And he was like, "Thank bloody God, I went to the doctor and didn't just ignore it like a lot of people do." So you have to be on the safe side with stuff like that, especially when your heart started going mad. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, I suppose. Do you know what? It wasn't actually a man thing. I'm not that man. I'm, Martin King is that man, but I'm not that man. The, <laughs> the, the manly man of like, I'll be grand. Don't worry about me. I am, I fully indulge in my illnesses. Good point. You are different. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, I, I'm not yes, the, yes. I'm not the standard man who ignores it. Uh, uh, but I, the reason I didn't want to go in was because of the lockdown. I didn't want to want to, exp- like, honest to God, after six weeks of being really amazing at lockdown, uh, winning lockdown wars, I uh, 
I don't want to jeopardize my score by going into oh, God, like yeah. the Did most. You keep all the bonus points in extra life. I didn't actually. I th- I think I'm, I'm going to be docked. Up. I need to I need to check in with the uh, lockdown council. Uh, the I think Tony might give you a few free lives though. I don't know. Tony's never liked me. Tony has never know, liked Tony me. Tony was talking recently. Don't ignore other conditions. So I think there'll be a bonus round for you coming up. Okay. Get some lives back. Or I can earn it back maybe or something, is it? Tony's never liked you. Do you not have a bit of a grow for Tony? I love Tony, but Tony has never yeah. liked me. He has never liked me and Fergal Bowers from RTE. We're the, the two messers at the back of the class. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to get through six now in this half hour. So uh, other thing. So that's mine, actually. Let, let that be my one, two and three. How about that? Uh, that's my. Um, but you're you're all right. Like I'm worried. I'm fu- I'm actually fine. I'm knackered. I had a bowl of when Kellogg's crunchy nut corn. Uh, it was like half three, four o'clock this morning. Oh, you ate Kellogg's crunchy nut cornflakes. You treated yourself. A bowl of Kellogg's crunchy nut cornflakes just about half an hour ago was the first thing I ate, and uh, oh, a little bit of a twinge of pain, but that could just be like a hangover of it. So oh, well, you've got tickets on yourself, crunchy nut cornflakes. The We've discussed this before. We've done this in a I podcast. Know, yeah. And someone That's actually sent me a tweet. Someone tweeted me a clip from Peep Show, which is that Kellogg's Crunchy Nut Cornflakes is just Frosties for wankers. <laughs> which <laughs> is fair. I know, I just thought you might ease yourself in with some wheat effects or something. I was absolutely starving. Oh, that's you just have old, old man belly. Yeah, I don't know what it is. Well, I, I don't know. Maybe I've, This is it now. My 39th year. My fortieth year, rather, on the way out. That's it. Uh, shall we do a number two? That's that's everything then. And thanks to the mall for looking after me. Um, I started getting names, so that's why I remember Ali and Paddy. And then the the nurse or the doctor who looked after me once I got in the door was uh, Ali as well. And I think there was a Rachel with her, uh, and she was lovely. And then there was a a very posh Dublin girl nurse, I want to say, and she was the crack. Uh, or maybe she was a doctor actually I don't know she was the crack though she was like how's game kind of and she was like it was just COVID or no COVID and she was in the, all of the um, PPP or PPE PPE yeah she was in all the PPP P, uh, PPE and she it was just another day to her she was having the crack she was having it was just another day at work but wearing all this oh, yeah. PPE she was great crack um, and were there many people in PPE that you were dealing with? I know you were kind of delirious, so it must have been hard to take things. Oh, they were all in PPE. From the minute they arrived in the door, the ambulance lads, they were on in the, now they weren't, they had masks on and gloves and they had a few bits, but they they said, well, what they do is they get to someone's house and they try and determine if it's COVID and if there's any risk at all. They, the first thing they do is check your temperature. And then okay. if, if based on your temperature, my temperature was fine, by the way, which is like a degree over. Uh, and he says, uh, it's not COVID. I can tell you now it's not COVID. Um, you'd, be, you'd have a temperature. Because he'd know he's been dealing with this the whole yeah, time. Yeah, this is the thing. They, these guys are no yeah. nonsense as well. This is like, they're, they're like um, soldiers, like in, a lot of, in, in the way they talk, in the way they deal with each other, in the way that they kind of snap into routine yeah, and habits and training. Assessment. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. Because um, it was, I, I had something up. I was talking to frontline workers just this th- because of that bloody concert the other night, that misery fest. Um, um, Still, no, I didn't know what you're doing. At least Jeez. you're still. At least you're still standing. Um, and frontline workers uh, were getting in contact, and from all around the country, and it was like, no, I'm really worried uh, that we're at critical cases of lack of PPE that we mightn't make it through the week. Certainly not through next week. I was like, oh, holy god, mm-hmm. this is terrifying. Um, so, uh, it's good to hear that they were they were all in it. It's good to hear that you're okay. 
And <laughs> Thanks. It's a bit worrying that we don't know what it is. I, I'm guessing it was a, a bug or a short-term thing. Like, I can't tell you how good I feel now. I know they gave me painkillers and they gave me fluids, so uh, I, but I'm, I'm feeling like... But, like, last night when I was in the, the ambulance on the way in, I was, like, I was so scared. I genuinely thought... Yeah. This is, this is much worse than... And they were kind of giving each other these kind of... Oh, yeah, that one's a bit high, all right. That one's a bit of a worry. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and you're by yourself, like... Yeah, and the other thing then is, like... Anything can happen once you go in. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? Like you're in and it could be like, they could decide, yeah, this could be COVID actually. We're locking you down straight away and you're not going to see your family for three weeks. or whatever. Anything could have happened once you once you go in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, anyway, it was all good. We're fine. And uh, God, that's terrifying. My throat is all cr- crunchy and croaky. Uh, right, we're really running out of time. Will we do a couple of quickies? Let I'll go s- very quickly. Um, this I thought was going to be really happy for you. So this is number two. Did you hear that? No. I'm always the... I do that every time. I need to set up a profile just for the podcast. Number two. There you go. This was... This was... It was for you and I to enjoy together, but now I don't know if you're going to enjoy it as much because Supermax is to reopen certain outlets for drive through and delivery, and all I've wanted all day is a Supermax as a result because I am so excited about this news. It's on as one of mine as well. I've got it. Supermax to reopen with limited services. Three outlets. It's Galway. Of course Galway will get a pat. Of course you'll give it to Galway first, Pat, before you give it to anyone else. I'm sorry, but it's one of their five a day is Supermax and Galway. So, like, they've been down to four a day for the last two months now. So, In fact, the ambulance workers in, in Galway, they have Supermax in the van. That like they have it for people by by way of treatment. Uh, I got they a. Give it, they give it to you stat. Yeah, stat. Yeah, <laughs> instead yeah, of laughing gas. Yeah. There's my, there's my ear. I'm delighted. What, what's your first order in Supermax going to be then? Once you get a Garlic Supermax cheese chip. Oh, okay. So there's drink oh. involved as well, then. you'll have drink taken. <laughs> because I w- I wouldn't have a garlic and cheese chip sober, but I I need Anthony drunk. I would I would actually have a garlic and cheese chip sober. Obviously, it would be a snack box as well. Obviously. Well, really, snack box oh. can get anywhere. No. Yeah, you can. You can get a snack box anywhere. Yeah, it's not the same. You either go you either go Supermax or you, you go to Galway and you go to McDonough's in Galway for the snack Oh, box. yeah. Well, do you know what? McDonough's in Galway's, oh, they do a lovely uh, fish goujons and they do oh, an insane, geez, do. McDonough's do an insane oh, curry sauce. The greatest curry sauce in Ireland is in McDonough's. Although it's Dino's as well in Kinsale. Well, uh, would, uh, watch yourself now with uh, chicken nut in Limerick. Uh, I throw that out there, but I remember chicken nut is gravy, it. though, isn't it? It's gravy, but they do loads of stuff, right. and um, and oh, it's it's delicious. But I remember I used to live on sixty euro a week, and my rent was fifty one twenty five, and this was in the few months I hadn't didn't have a job, and I would save up money so that I could go to McDonald's in Galway to spend the six euro on a snack box. All right. Jesus. I still remember it. It was so worth it. It was amazing. But we're talking about Supermax. We're talking about Supermax. When uh, this is over, go to McDonald's in Galway. It's amazing. You've got a little bit of crackle on your line, but it's not debilitating. So uh, I'm just okay. acknowledging it really for the listeners that might be getting cheesed off. It's like, did they not hear that? Yeah, well, I can hear it, but Mern wouldn't hear it, of course. No. Uh, yeah, mine would be, my faves are the Smoky Bacon Burger, which is a... Oh! Du- yeah. Uh, yes. I, I love the, the, the fillet, chicken fillet uh, burger as well. Isn't they do an excellent sauce. They do a good sauce. The thing is, though, again, chicken fillet burger you can get anywhere, no more than a snack box, but they do a good sauce mm. on, the, on the, the chicken fillet burger. 
uh, and a large tray. I, it's got to be large, a large tray of curry chip. Uh, or a large curry chip and a large portion of curry sauce, which is also... Oh, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the thing, sorry, go on. The, the thing about Supermax in Dublin, though, is because the dubs haven't taken to it. Yeah. Like, I'm from Limerick and we've certainly taken to it. I went to college in Galway. Hello. It was one of my five a day. Um, and in Dublin, it's, it's, it can be hard to get to an old Supermax sometimes. So I find myself driving to Houston Station to get mine. Wow, okay. There's, one, there's one in Black Rock. So it's not a million miles away from me out here in Dublin. Yeah, see, that's that's fine. And I always find it interesting that it's in a very posh part yeah. of Dublin. Yeah, I always think also, that as well. Yeah, Because it's where, you know, when you first arrive to Dublin and you don't know where you're going to go, so you live in Rathmines or Ranelagh, it's those people who have made it that live in Black Rock. They're not from <laughs> Dublin. So I think that's why there's a Supermax there. Um, so I go to one of the grimmest places in the world to get my Supermax. But anyway... This is this is good news, people. Uh, I remember opening... when I worked in Today FM, RIP. Uh, they they opened <laughs> up a super. Uh, oh, you went straight for the station today. Well done, you. Uh, no, well they had one in St Stephen's Green. Do you remember that? I remember when they first opened that. No. I went. Uh, they had one. I don't know if they still have it. Oh, up in the food hall in St Stephen's Green. It's like a little <gasps> kiosk, uh, a tiny little supermax over no, the right hand side. Is it not? No, I would have known about that. I bet you it is. You never knew in the entire time you were there. No, I would have known about that. I definitely would have known about that because one day I went on about wanting a Supermax so much because I was incredibly hungover. That sounds like, sounds like a good show. Sorry, I missed it. it. <laughs> Sorry, what? It was better than I shut up, shut up. Oh no, I, it doesn't matter. And uh, no, someone would have told me it was in Stephen's Green. Uh, yeah, you're right. Actually, it's, I think oh, it's gone. I think it's gone. Supermax Stephen's Green. No, it's not there. Yeah. Fair enough. There's one on Connell Street, yeah. yeah. But there was one anyway, and it, op- it had just opened up and we went every day. One of us would go and get food for everybody else every single day. Delicious. In the Supermax and Stephen's Green. You were Good definitely times. in your 20s then, weren't you? That's why you were in the hospital last night. It was, oh, that Supermax you ate in, in your tw- your It comes back to bite you in the ass when you're 39, lads. <laughs> you, shouldn't, you shouldn't have it every day. It's not a great idea. Um, but just to let people know that it is opening in the motherland Galway today, of course. It's opening in Galway quicker than everywhere else. And it will be opening uh, in the certain outlets around the country on Friday for delivery or drive through only. The list of where is opening is on Supermax website. Go Lovely. enjoy yourself. I When we lived in Galway when I was a kid, when, when I was a kid, nine, my mum wanted to go back to college yeah. and to become a nurse. And we all moved with her for three years to live in Galway. <laughs> yeah, and, you should, Sherlock. Huh? <laughs> We all moved when I was nine with my mother. Well, she moved on her own first for like four four months or something. She lived on her own down there. Yeah. So she went, she left us. uh, Fair play, Mrs. Foley. Yeah. And then we eventually moved. So it doesn't go. Are you saying it goes without saying that we would move with her because she was studying in Galway? Oh my God. So that whole time she was going to Taft's for day points. She was in the King's Head drinking fat frogs every night until three o'clock in the morning. Wow. She lived it up without you guys. She was having the best life. And then we arrived. And she was like, oh, crap. Ruined everything. Uh, where did you live when you lived in Galway? Uh, first car village. Second, I lived just off. Um, I lived on Main Guard Street, just off Shop Street. That was a disaster in second year because obviously I was out all the time. And third year, I lived up on Boermore. All right. I used to, we used to go down and cycle. I was just thinking of this the other day when I was a kid. I used to live up in Hazel Park, up in Newcastle. 
Oh, did you now? And yeah, not posh at all. <laughs> what were you? That's where by the time by the time people lived in Newcastle when we were in college, it was like, oh, you live in Newcastle, do you? Oh well, it wasn't. It was students, all students at the time that we were there, uh, for, because of the proximity to the the hospital and the um the university. But yes. uh, the I had a friend who lived on that big road. Uh, this isn't podcast material. What am I talking about? But we we, we used to we used to cycle down to the university and like the university campus and Carob Village, and we used to cycle all around there. It was yeah. a great place to play for you know for kids. It was oh, great crack. But um, when on Fridays after school, when I was a kid living in Galway, I used to go to school in St Patrick's National School at the end of Shop Street. There, do you know the one? I do. The big, massive school with the huge yeah. yard. Yeah, that's where I used to go to school. Uh, my brother went to someplace nearer, but I'd have to get the bus in because it was basically where the, the only place they could get me in. And uh, on Fridays in the school, there was after after school art class. So I'd go in right. and do that. And like this is in the middle of winter and it's dark by the time you're coming out of school. And you've done, we've, we did it like a couple of hours art class. And my parents would give me money every week to go and get my my dinner, my Supermax. Because uh, there was a supermax oh. just across the road from the school there. Is it still there, yeah. actually? It's uh, still ne- there. Next to the river. Street. Yeah, Main Guard Street. Yeah. And, uh, oh, no, it wasn't that one, actually. I uh, I know the one you're thinking of. There's one on the junction, isn't there now? Yeah. Uh, it, that that supermax used to be down at the river, like right next to the, the, the carob. Oh, right. And it was tiny. It was, it was a tiny, it was just a bar. Like, it was just a, a little food counter. Oh. And I used to go in there and get my uh, my chicken burger and my large tray of curry chips even then. And that would have been nine or ten years old. So so once again, kids, you don't have to have the Supermax every day. It'll come back and bite you. Really bite you in the ass when you're 39. I'm not blaming Pat for my uh, my health no issues. No one would blame Pat. They're, it's Fair my blame own. Him. They're my own issues and I, I need to take it on the chin. Uh, I'll do, have I got one more for you? Number three. Uh, let's see for you. Vic Reeves. Vic Reeves confirmed for a new Netflix show. This is a... Iranu? Uvavu. Vic Reeves has been confirmed as the host of a new series. What is the show about? Um, I'll give you a clue. It's a reality show competition. It's got to be something like Whose Pig Is This? Who's what? Which is... An Eddie Izzard idea, I get. It has to be something completely surreal and no, on the wall. No, 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 no. Think the most ordinary. Is ra- it a game show? No, or? no, no, okay. no, no. It's a, it's a, it's a train spotter show, or it's an ornitho- ornithological show. No, it's okay. a Bake Off kind of show, but it's not Bake Off. Oh. Uh, the star will front the big flower fight on Netflix as- alongside actress and fellow comic Natasha Dimitriou. Uh, it's basically flower sculptures, Murren. Uh, people are going to compete in a Bake Off. St- and haven't what? we? Don't we have enough of these Bake Off style competitions? So hold on, they've they've got to bake some flour and put it in, make it a sculpture. <laughs> what? What's happening? No flowers, as in like flowers that oh, grow as in, in the garden. Flowers that grow in the ground. I was like, sorry, Jesus Christ. Oh, so we've had the big spelling bee, which I really enjoy. Um, we've got the Great British So Off. The D- DIY thing that your man Nick Crow, Nick, not Nick Crow, like Amy Poehler and Nick Crow do. Yeah. Nick Offerman. Uh, Nick, Nick Offerman. Um, which, making it, made it or whatever. Uh, it wasn't as charming as I hoped. No. Um, and now this is about flowers. Yeah. And Netflix trying to muscle in on it. And it's going to be, you guarantee it's going to be this 
wholesome, lovely. We're all in this together. But oh, who has the best flower arrangement? Uh, okay. The big flower fight will be available on Netflix from the 18th of May. Wow, they're banging that out, aren't they? They must have been working on it already. They must have done it last year. Um, because they, they brought out making the cut, not making the cut, sorry, that's the one on Amazon. They brought out First in Fashion, hosted by Alexa Chung and Tan France from Queer Eye. Two of the most charismatic presenters I have ever watched. Oh, really? Okay. In in the last, in recent years. Apart from years. apart from me and Martin King, obviously. Obviously. And uh, and it's I had to give it up because it was terrible. I was like, why, why isn't this? I don't think the Americans can do it right. I think that's the problem. I don't think the Americans can do the, oh, love, I just love them. And I, I think it involves having to put, although Queer Eye does it very well. Uh, okay, I, I take that back. Fantastically well, but these were two English presenters that are are are, are gorgeous, brilliant, fantastic, and it it just left me cold. Um, I'm assuming Vic Reeves isn't going to leave us cold. Flowers, though, flowers. Vic Reeves can at times. We'll see. I I I'd say there's going to be a lot resting on that other lady's um shoulders for the for the yeah. charm, Natasha Dimitriou, because um he can be a bit of an ass. Uh, uh, Bob was always the uh, leveller. Bob was the charming one, yeah. yeah. He yeah. was the, the wholesome, let's bring it back to, to normal people and make sure they don't feel left out. Yeah, you're right. See, I, I'm loath to judge anymore because I didn't think that Sandy and Noel were going to work and now I love Sandy and Noel. Sandy's so gone now I, though, isn't she? She is, yeah. Why is that? What she, happened there? She just decided to concentrate on other things it would appear that it was like she was just like yeah I'm gonna do between QI and this it was a bit much and sure she writes books and she's got brains coming out of every orifice like there was puke coming out of you yesterday yeah so yeah. Um, I think she's got anyway so I don't judge anymore until I see things because she pukes I, brains she she pukes brains yeah um, and, and supermax I think she <laughs> yeah. doesn't puke no one pukes supermax I no well, people and do puke supermax. So let's not let's uh, let's well, call a spade a spade. I've been there. Cheese and chips, my friends. Garlic cheese and chips. Um, yeah, I we shall at see. the moment have zero interest, but I've got a feeling I'm going to end up watching it. You're going to end up loving it. Uh, these are the sort of shows I don't want to binge watch. I want to watch them week by week. That's the my thing. Issue. I I uh, maybe it's just our age though, because uh, Netflix is obviously trying to muscle into the territory of the the the. Terrestrial TV, yeah. Obviously, the, if it's big on terrestrial telly, it'll be big on Netflix. I don't think that's necessarily always the case. No more than with mm. this Love Is Blind thing and the other. What's the other one? The Love Too Hot to Handle. Thing. Oh, Too Hot to Handle. Sorry, that, yeah. they're trying to do Love Island. That yeah. I, I think that they're are even trying to do talk shows. I, it's like, but hang on, I can watch this any time. Then can I? That doesn't seem to make sense. Like a talk show needs to be of that day or of that week. Do you know what I mean? Yes, like happened with like what happened with the soup on Netflix. And Chelsea Handler's back. show. And Chelsea Handler's show. Yeah, you're dead right. You are dead right. Unless they're like Letterman specials. Um, it's sort of weird. Yeah, I do like watching those competition shows week by week. I don't want them all there for my deli- the splurge delicatation. The yeah. yeah, I For your delicatessen. You don't want them there for your delicatessen. No. De- delectation. Uh, we're out of time, babes. We're not going to get through all of these. Yeah. And I've got it's emails as well that I wanted to do. Uh, do you want to do one more to wrap us up? Something like nice and light and fluffy. Uh, oh yeah, I've got it. What is it? Uh, the U.S. state of Missouri is suing China over COVID nineteen pandemic. I think that's light and fluffy, don't you? Missouri is suing China. Missouri, the state of Missouri, decided that they're suing China over the COVID nineteen pandemic because they must be held accountable for their actions. 
This is a Republican Attorney General called Eric Schmidt. Eric Schmidt, a Republican, is suing you someone don't say. for lying. <laughs> for lying. I'm like, you're a Republican. Uh, so, you know, they're just, even though it's kind of, they can't It's just another China. stunt to, in support of Donald Trump. This is a, t- yes. Trump's whole new tack now in this uh, election, re-election it's campaign. It's to put the blame on anyone that isn't a Republican. So it's like well, he's putting the blame on China and then he's trying to align in his own communications. He's trying to align uh, Biden with China, which is just never yes. going to work. But that, that's what that's the current attack. Oh, this will work with people. There's sort of people going, yeah, we'll show those those and then very racist terms. Um, but it's like me. I think I, I was thinking today I might sue uh, Mother Nature. Do that. Yeah, she, she, she's a bitch for all this. Uh, uh, do you see that thing as well where uh, up to 50% of people could have COVID-19 without realising it? See that one? That was going to be one of mine as well. That apparently it, the, the the instance of infection could be way higher, but we're just living with it. Loads of people. So up to 50%, yes. 50% though, up to half or, the population could have COVID-19. This is the Coronavirus Expert Advisory Group. Uh, yeah, but... but um. They could, they could, but if that was the case, that's why they need to get um, much bigger on testing. Because if that's the, although I read another article last week that said if you've already had it, that's no guarantee of not being, not getting it again. You're not um, your your antibodies haven't been necessarily developed. So there's no guarantee that no, yeah. Hello, situation Oh, you're clickety clackety. That's 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 Jesus's way now of saying leave it, let it go. Okay. that's Mother Nature very, being a it's bitch been to very, you. Um, it's I'm suing you. Uh, it's. Been a very heavy uh, one today, Ray. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers. I'm fine now. I'm grand. I'm actually going back to work tomorrow morning, and I should be in on Friday night. I I will be making more of an effort to uh, distance even further on uh, Friday night, though, just because I have been into a hospital. Then everyone else. Uh, how's it? Well, did you see Pat inside the hospital? How is he? Pat, 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 Pat. Oh, uh, no, actually, Pat is an outpatient. So all <laughs> is he? Yeah, he is. Is he? Uh, he's an outpatient. He's How's they've, he they've given him a lotion, and he's he's set here uh, with a self applicator, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah. But he's still giving out about it though. Pat, my piles are giving me Pat? chip. There you go. So he's uh, uh, yeah, still Pat. Yeah, still out. You're an outpatient, Pat. You don't have COVID, but just stop it. Give over. You're not a critical um, patient. You're not, you're not a, a, a vital, not vital, Pat. Uh, right, we're done. Azerbaijan six bits pot at gmail dot com. I will get your emails tomorrow. Uh, Anton else, Mosi. Uh, stay away from yourself and each other. Good night!